Happy New Year. Welcome back to the Mortgage IQ Show, where we talk everything sales and marketing in mortgage banking. I'm Stephen James. And I'm Chris King. And at Mortgage IQ, we've been designing sales and marketing systems in the mortgage industry for over 30 years. Today, we're going to be talking all about what's in your 2020 marketing plan. We're going to be looking at new trends in the industry and taking a look at how we can keep up to date, stay relevant, and stay competitive in this increasingly competitive business. So let's get right into it. Um, New year. Uh, Chris, what are you seeing in terms of, I guess, latest trends or changes, uh, things that are um, shaping the industry for the new year? Yeah, so I think that as I look around in 2020 and look at the landscape of uh, mortgage lending, I really see uh, three major things going on here. So one is a lot of increased competition. Borrowers have uh, many more options now for finding a loan transaction than they did in the past. So it used to be kind of a who you know world, uh, referrals and whatnot. Nowadays, of course, it's a lot of online A lot of the millennials are doing a lot more research and uh, not to say that they're going to go with those online lenders all the time. It's still about relationship, but it just creates noise and it creates potential competition. So I see that going on. I see with all of the regulations and compliance, there's um, increased pressure for profitability for a mortgage lender. So there's greater pressure on proper execution watching your P&L, watching the expenses, the overhead, all of that. So that's a big concern. And then lastly, the, uh, you know, goes with that is finding the right talent. As I always say, getting the right people on the bus and uh, finding the right talent has been a challenge because, uh, you know, over the years, especially with the last um, economic meltdown, um, the Great Recession of the late 2000s, a lot of people who were in mortgage have left the industry are not coming back due to the challenges there. So it's often uh, a tight uh, labor market as it relates to finding the right people. Gotcha. Yeah. So there's obviously things are are heating up. They're getting, you know, faster pace in terms of tech. Um, like you mentioned with the millennials, you know, everyone is, is used to being uh, reached and catered to uh, in the digital online space. Um, so you really got to be present or you're you're going to miss out. Um, in terms of, I guess, getting started, you know, let's, let's back it up before we even get into, you know, the marketing materials, content, uh, digital practices, what have you, uh, it seems like, uh, you would need to have like a good, uh, I guess, sales and marketing system or a CRM system in place to just kind of, you know, get your, um, organization into the next you know, the, the new uh, era of um, creating a marketing system for your for your people. Can you touch on maybe, you know, what uh, that would look like in terms of improving uh, efficiencies in marketing? Yeah, I think you really nailed it. I, I really look at the word efficiency in terms of uh, defining the way you're going to compete and the way you're going to be profitable. You've got to be efficient and you have to really leverage your available resources in, in, uh, in this marketplace. So I think, you know, the big areas are increasing your efficiencies in your marketing efforts in um, how you go about tracking leads as they, as they come in, how are you tracking those leads and opportunities? How are you tracking, executing on the workflow for that lead follow-up? And then that segues into your sales follow-up routine, whether you're running a, um, 
you know, a, a, a branch office with, you know, five or 10 loan officers, or maybe you're a national call center, uh, consumer direct, or maybe you're um, running a wholesale brokerage or a correspondent lender and you're managing, um, you know, many account executives. So it's all about having that systemized flow for lead and sales follow-up. And then I think lastly, you really can't forget that, uh, like I said, it's all about having the right people on the bus. So you've got to make sure you're efficient at your recruiting effort as well. Yeah, that makes sense. I think I think even to go a step further, uh, it was the right people in the right seats on the bus. Right? Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. So, uh, so it sounds like there's a need to really um, have control and visibility over your org and uh, make sure that, um, you know, everyone is... Um, I guess working to their full potential. You're you're synchronized as a as a a group, and um, you, you, I, th- I think another word that uh, or another concept is tracking as well, and just invisibility and, um, and and staying sharp. Um, so that kind of brings me to um, the next thing. So you mentioned compliance. Um, you know, just kind of higher standards there. Um, how would a uh, system like this uh, help in that area? Yeah, I think that's a great segue. So when I use the term efficiency, it's it's great to throw that term out. But how do you how are you able to execute on efficiencies gained without having something tangible that you can utilize as your tool, as your main core platform, so to speak? So we then use the word systemize. So um, you've got to really systemize all of these processes to be more efficient. You can't just talk about it. You can't just wing it. It's got to be in a system. So we start talking about um, gaining efficiencies through standards, greater execution for compliance, your what I call your daily groove. Uh, you mentioned, you know, awareness and whatnot, uh, visibility. It, you know, we live in a world of, you know, you don't know what you don't know. Sure. And if you systemize things, um, you're going to just be more aware a lot of a lot of different things, whether that be opportunities that are going untapped, or just awareness of issues or problems, or even uh, you know a lot of the systemization can lead to greater abilities in sales coaching. So just to pick up on again some of those opportunities, maybe some of those uh, weaknesses that uh, some of your sales team might have that you can, um, you know, analyze. And it seems like too, that you would maybe cut down on some of the, the cost or the man hours, uh, with some of your processes. Um, I've kind of seen that a lot in terms of, you know, with automation and just, you know, having, um, you know, having a, a, a smart system, so to speak, um, kind of, you know, check your, check your boxes in terms of the, you know, the process for, for you and for, for your customers as well. Yeah, no doubt about it. And I think that really ties into the, uh, you know, I mentioned the the challenges that people are having with, you know, hiring good talent. So if you're not able to find enough people, then the next best thing is, like I said, you've got to make sure you're exploiting those resources. So if you're able to do more business with less people, if that's the situation you're in, then systemizing and having that system and that platform in place is going to be all the more important. Sure, that makes sense. Um, in terms of also like uh, you know seizing opportunities, uh, data mining. Um, obviously, you know d- data is crucial, and you know, can you touch a little bit about how like a system like this might 
um, hook in, so to speak, to other other systems, other sources of data for our business, and and kind of enable you to really milk those leads or, or really get the get the most out of those um, sources of, of info, so to speak. Yeah, that's a great point. You uh, you really need to be able to have access to the data that's going to help you to be more relevant in your marketing communications. So. It goes way beyond just, hey, I've got a person's name and phone number and address and email address, and I'm just going to start blasting them. Uh, in today's world, marketing communications has got to be more relevant because if it's not relevant, it's not going to be looked at. So you've got to have the data so that you can properly query that data, filter it so that you can get to a more surgical type of marketing target in your audience with the content you're going to be sending out. Gotcha. And it's in maybe this is, you know, throughout the, the cycle with, with the customer and, and um, as things kind of progress in, in terms of knowing, you know, and, and using informational uh, bits about the customer, whether it's like a, a milestone on their, you know, on their situation, a birthday, um, personal information about them. And, and I guess maybe kind of bringing that into the actual uh, marketing materials or strategies that you use yourself. Yeah, absolutely. So again, it's got to be more surgical. The, the days of doing those just generic blast emails or, you know, a lot of yeah. people are doing, you know, text messaging and all that. That's all well and good, but it's got to be more personalized. Um, so you've got to be able to get to that data. What data might that be? A lot of it is loan transaction data, loan transaction data from a borrower. Uh, you've got access to a lot of information about a borrower from that loan application and, uh, boy, you just really need to exploit that information. Sure. Uh, so you mentioned texting and I guess, you know, those, those new touch points of marketing and, you know, being able to use a database for that. So let's, let's dive into that a little more and kind of talk about how that, how this kind of system can, can help with those things specifically. Um, we talked about the millennial, you know, group, uh, taking over, uh, in the marketplace, uh, largest generation of buyers, as I think we all can surmise, uh, 37% of the market in terms of the latest uh, national association of realtors report. Um, these guys, um, you know, from my, from my marketing experience, these guys are, um, you know, they're used to being reached, um, in every, uh, touch point, every situation. Um, they are also, I think we could argue the least knowledgeable about the uh, home buying process in terms of right. previous generations. Uh, and they're also, I've grown up with uh, the magical uh, Google or internet uh, content. Um, so they're, like you said, yeah, they're, they're used to having highly personalized content, relevant content, being educated with, with marketing and not so much being quote unquote sold to. Um, how can a system like this help uh, in those areas? Yeah, those are all great points. I think you really just need to be aware of the changes you need to be making. It's very easy, very inexpensive to just do an email blast. We all know that. Uh, email has been going out in your marketing systems for the last you know, two decades, right? Sure. Uh, so, but now it's changing. So with, with the, you know, the next generation coming up, um, they don't look at emails a lot. And not to mention, even the people who do look at emails – they're getting so bombarded that they're just overwhelmed. And so you really need to start mixing it up. I'm not saying get rid of emails, but you've got to start um, mixing that up, that that communication with other types of, of messaging going out that are really just as efficient 
again, if you have that system and that engine to do it, they're just as efficient and you're going to get, uh, you know, a greater response by using uh, tools like texting. Uh, that's been a huge, huge increase in response based on that. It, whether you're texting to a borrower with a, a loan status or you're texting a real estate partner on, on again, it could be a loan status or a milestone that's been reached on a loan transaction. They just love getting information via text as opposed to email or, or even a phone call. Hate to say it. Um, and then phone calls are taking on a new uh, dynamic, and that is, you know, we're all busy. So making a phone call, yes, it's very personalized, but chances are you're going to get voicemail. So, hey, why not just record something that is uh, designed to go out automatically given a certain scenario, and it's extremely efficient. It's still personalized. And so voicemail drops or recorded voicemails going out as part of a campaign uh, can be a huge, a huge win there. Sure. So, um, yeah. So again, tying this back to a system, you know, like a, a CRM marketing system, um, not only would you have access to using this technology for, you know, uh, texting, uh, voicemail drops, all that kind of stuff, you know, in, in addition to standard email and, you know, using the traditional methods. But um, like we mentioned before, maybe um, tying that all again, all back to the data, to, to, a, to a healthy, um, robust, um, organized uh, setup database um, that's connected, I guess, multiple databases, if you think about it, you know, bringing in information from uh, various sources, LOS, all those kinds of um, areas. And really uh, being able to uh, utilize that the, the bits of data about that customer that or that that uh, deal, um, and then also tracking um, history and the progress with that, right? So um, yeah. you know, it's it's one thing to to do the the footwork with the marketing, whether that's contacting a person in a variety of formats, but maybe also getting smarter about. Um, you know, you're tracking your progress, you know, what, when's the last time you contacted this person? Do they respond to the phone calls? Um, you know, what has been the best, uh, successful method to get to, to this contact? Yeah, absolutely. You, you can't just, uh, keep doing the same thing and, and hope for a different result and not being able to track maybe your conversion, uh, results, uh, for those various efforts. So you've got to really be in touch with that. What's working, what's not working, you know, hey, maybe talk to uh, a borrower or two or talk to a realtor or talk to one of your clients and say, hey, how would you like me to communicate with you? Sure. And uh, it sounds really like, you know, the thing you would do, but you'd, you'd be surprised how many people don't do it. They just assume that they need to do certain types of marketing and gosh, that's just what everybody's doing. So I'm just going to do that. But I think you could do a little more research with it, get feedback and just learn and, and partner with your client base to... Um, you know, discover together what's going to work. Sure, that makes sense. And again, we're, you know, we're we're in we're in 2020, uh, so it's it's the digital <laughs> era. It's the smart era in terms of of tech, yeah. especially you know um, financial tech or fintech is really taking off. And you know, people have uh, access to all you know all sorts of of digital methods to um, to do services, to carry out tasks, and to track results. Uh, so for, for our, our, our bread and butter, we, you know, our, our sales, our business, it, it totally makes sense to have a, a full, fully comprehensive system that'll, that'll help with the, uh, this task. 
Yeah, no doubt. Just one thing to add is that, um, you know, I know a lot of these guys go to these conferences about, you know, how to improve your marketing and your sales efforts and everyone gets excited and they come back to their office. And the first thing to do is they just start putting out fires and, and then they're just trying to get there and trying to, you know, get to that, uh, the new frontier of, you know, improved marketing and efficiency and all that. But the bottom line is that unless you have a system and really most importantly, unless that system is automated in terms of these touch points we're talking about, it's probably not going to happen. Sure. Let's um, let's talk about um, let's go the other way. Let's just say, you know, folks that you've seen who don't utilize a system like this. What do you what are some major tangible pain points that you see them struggling in? We talked about wasted time, wasted resources, um, obviously missing out on opportunities. Can you dive a little more in terms of just. Uh, things, you know, we're trying to get people out of things that you would hope, a, you know, a, a business could avoid with, you know. Yeah, it's all about habits and it's mostly, um, you know, the it is what it is. Most people in the business, uh, whether you're in sales or marketing, a lot of cases, it's a reactionary kind of groove. So you're reacting to the phone calls, you're reacting to emails coming in and, um, to get to that next level, it really needs to turn into a proactive model. And like I said, uh, the struggle with that is how do I become proactive? When I, when most people come into their offices, they're, they're, they, they instantly go into a reactive mode. I'm responding to emails and phone calls and putting out fires, and they never get to the proactive, um, either because they're just you know busy with being reactive or they just don't know how to do it. They just don't have the ability to, you know, get out of that group. And so if you can utilize the technology and systemize things, uh, once that gets configured, being proactive is also being automated. So if you can automate that proactiveness, that really is the home run. Got it. That makes sense. Um, Okay. So uh, that sounds good. I think we have a good, you know, some good touch points of overview of what, you know, how a system, how a, a, a CRM marketing system, um, lead, man, lead management system um, can really, you know, bring your bring your business into the, the next decade, uh, so to speak. Um, what um, what do you see in terms of kind of leading the charge into into adopting a system like that or, you know, utilizing that kind of give, give us an overview of um, how you see things being put into place? Yeah, it's kind of funny. So, uh The analogy I use is that our role as the implementer of the CRM, we've been doing this for a long time. Sure. It's kind of like the, um, the couple that, um, is going to put on a wedding. Right. Uh And, um, you know, sometimes you'll have a wedding planner. Sometimes you don't, sometimes it's the photographer, but unless you have that person there at the wedding, that's telling them when to do things, when to take pictures, when to cut the cake, the first dance and all that. If you don't have that person facilitating um, you could have, you can end up with a disaster wedding, mm-hmm, wedding sure. reception, right? Cake, so cake, uh, cake I, in the face. <laughs> I kinda, so I kind of look at, the, I look at us as the wedding planner, but we can only go so far. We've got to have someone on the client's side. So someone's got to be in that lending organization who is responsible for executing, putting in that CRM sales and marketing system. And then we can team with that person to run the show. And then the other important thing is that really unlike a wedding reception, 
this is never ending. So you're going to, uh, yeah, you're going to implement your system, but it's ongoing. You're always going to have, you know, things that need changing or modifying. You've got to uh, motivate your team to embrace the technology and to change their grooves and their daily workflows. You've got to have someone who's being proactive at bringing those people along and they'll, they'll, they'll come along that there. You can't rely on the sales team, every single person to be a leader in this change. Sure. That's not going to happen. It's going to be, maybe you might see maybe 10 to 20% of your team. That's going to do that. They'll be more, more proactive and disciplined, but, but think about it. 80% are not going to do that. And they want, they're looking to be led sure. to that uh, promised land. And so that's, that's really needs to be that person's role. Um, and then the other thing is to kind of uh, tie back to the uh, the talent issue. We're finding that clients that have a system like ours that that's mechanized and systemized, um, greater efficiencies, and you know bringing in more business and, and profitability. Uh, today's uh, top producing LO or salesperson is looking for a business that has those things in place so that sure. they they know that they are going to perform better just by becoming a member of that new, that organization. That makes sense. You know, cuz you're bringing in new, you know, just like with the, with your customers also in the business you're bringing in new new generations of, you know, people coming in used to this technology, uh right. used to smart tools right. and being empowered, I think is the the key word there. Um, so that totally makes sense that, you know, even just to like, like, like you said, bringing it back to acquiring talent, um, to really become like a key, a key leader and a, a key business that'll attract that talent. You need to provide the tools and the system in place to, to really, uh, enable, uh, your people to do, to do good business. Yeah, no doubt. And you just got to remember that when you're uh, recruiting that talent, you're competing with someone else that might have all these tools sure. and systems that maybe you don't have, and they're going to have a leg up on you. Sure, that makes sense. Okay. Um, I think that's that's a great overview uh, today. Um, again, just kind of summing up, you know, for, for I guess, part A of uh, our 2020 marketing plan. Um, let's just get a system. Let's get, um, let's, let's get into the smart, uh, the smart decade, 20, you know, the 2020s, the roaring twenties and, uh, let's roar. So let's, let's bring in a system. Let's automate, let's track, uh, let's get visibility and let's stay competitive that way. Again, if you have any questions, you can reach uh, Chris or myself, uh, via this channel or our uh, website, which is listed below. And uh, feel free to, uh, to stay tuned for the next edition.